Hey guys, welcome to the Dr. Mungill podcast. We are now in the first week of February. God, this year is already flying by, February 2023, and uh, there's been a lot going on uh, this week. But what's really been kind of on my mind is uh, Tom Brady. You know, anyone who's a sports fan, you know, Super Bowl's coming up in like another week and a half or so. And, um, you know, Tom Brady is retiring for the second time, but I do think this time it's actually for good. It sounds like he was, uh, you know, pretty serious about retiring. Um, and, you know, just had me thinking about his, like, incredible career. Now, I'm, I'm a Giants fan, and, you know, I never liked Tom Brady, you know, just being a Giants fan. But I always have respected and admired Tom Brady. In fact, you know, he's, he's an incredible human. Um, you know, this is a guy who is obviously the greatest football player to ever do it, you know, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, he's played 23 seasons in the NFL, won seven Super Bowls, uh, six with the Patriots, one with the Bucks, and uh, just, you know, had broke every record there is for a quarterback in the NFL. But when you think back to his story, it's, uh, it's actually a remarkable one because he's a guy who was picked up in the sixth round of the 2000 NFL draft. He was uh, the 199th draft pick. There were six quarterbacks that were picked ahead of him in that draft. And this is a guy who basically came to the NFL, who essentially, I guess, whoever drafted the Patriots were the ones who drafted him, drafted him essentially as a backup quarterback. Um, and he turned that narrative into, you know, the, having the most amazing career of any NFL player who's ever played the game. Now, what I think when I think about his success, and he's like he's in the category, you know, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, uh, Roger Federer, Federer uh, uh, Rafael Nadal. I mean, these are guys who are just and gals who are the greatest at whatever it was that they did, whatever sport that they were competing in. And you know, there's a common thread between all of these humans, and you know, I love exploring that you know what makes some people just so incredible and amazing and you know gifted and accomplished at the things that they're doing and you know I kind of there's so there's many factors that go into this and you know each of these amazing humans has their own story but when I think about Tom Brady I think a lot of it comes down to self-belief and uh, obviously an incredible work ethic and attention to detail so those are like the two separate Categories. I mean, there's a million other things also that play a role, but you know, with Tom Brady, you know, he he played football at the University of Michigan, which is an amazing football program, an amazing school. But he was actually the seventh string quarterback when he started at Michigan, and he worked his way up to being the starter his junior and senior year. But the coach of Michigan at that time, you know, although he started every game, he wasn't the guaranteed starter. He wasn't like you know the marquee player for Michigan. There was always a fight to see who was going to start, even in his senior year. Uh, I think he's like he would play the first quarter, the other quarterback would play the second quarter, and then the coach would decide who played the third and fourth quarter. Um, you know, he had a great college career as well, uh, but he was never like you know coming out of college like oh this guy's going to be like the greatest football player ever. And then I'm sure you've all seen those pictures at the NFL Combine, um, you know, where he kind of is this like skinny fat dude doesn't really look like uh, the amazing athlete that he is. Uh, he was slow, and uh, like I said, he was drafted. 199th. He was 199th pick. And the narrative that was basically created for him and, you know, what people believed Tom Brady would be was 
essentially a backup quarterback. I think maybe he would have a career in like coaching or something like that. No one ever thought he would have this amazing career that he had, except for him. You know, he 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 did not allow other people's narrative to pollute the narrative he had for himself in his mind. And that's such a powerful thing, like that self-belief, you know, on a much lesser scale on like, you know, a personal note. You know, I was when I was a kid, I was kind of lost. You know, like my mom was a single parent. She was working all the time. My granddad was, you know, the warm body in the house. But really, there was no oversight. And, you know, I was a lost soul growing up. You know, I would get into all kinds of trouble, get suspended from school. I did poorly academically. Um, I was always, you know, quote unquote, smart. I would do well on standardized tests and those sorts of things. But um, I would get D's. You know, I was really a really bad student. And I remember, my, and for some reason, this is stuck in my mind. And maybe it's like a chip on my shoulder. But I remember my granddad once told my mom, my brother, who's seven years older than me, was you know much more. Uh, you know, he 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 rode the straight line. You know, he was a great student. And, um, you know, he got into great colleges, and you know, he he was he was just you know <laughs> an all around good, easy kid. And I remember my granddad once said to my mom, "Is like, you know, don't expect too much from the little one. You know, he's probably not going to go very far, but you know, you should really kind of focus on on your older child." Um, and you know, it's funny because I guess there's times. I mean, I'm not now like you know an old man that I am. I don't. I don't really like. I don't think about that. But I think when I was younger, it was like this chip I had on my shoulder. Like you know, I was thinking to you know, and even at that age, I remember thinking like, "Wow." I was like, you know, the narrative, even my teachers kind of, you know, thought I was like a deadbeat, wasn't really going to go anywhere. And I, I mean, most of them, I had a few that were very inspiring and to help me along the way. Um, but it would, it was very, it would have very, it would have been very easy for me to say, you know what, I'm like gonna, I'm kind of like an F up and I'm just going to have, that's who I am and that's what my life is going to be, right? But in my mind, I had a different narrative for myself. And, you know, this narrative kind of evolved where I started hanging around higher quality people, you know, people who inspired me, um, you know, who are, you know, my peers were also my mentors and who I looked up to. And, you know, the narrative I started creating for myself was a lot different. And, you know, that narrative continues to evolve even to this day. There's always like you're always trying to do something better, be better, um, you know, work towards a bigger and better goal. Um but, you know, going back to, to Tom Brady, you know, I think in his mind, he was like, listen, I'm going to be the best quarterback that there is. And that was the narrative he created for himself. And he lived that narrative, right? Now, even though you create this narrative for yourself, like Tom Brady in his mind had this narrative that he was going to be the greatest football player to ever play the game. The hard part is executing that narrative, right? So it's important to have self-belief and create a narrative that, you know, have lofty goals. But the devil's in the details, right? So that comes to the second part of why Tom Brady, in my mind, why Tom Brady was so amazing. And that's the execution of that narrative. And that comes down to, you know, hard work and attention to detail, accountability, all things that are critical for success. So, you know, I, I'm sure many of you are aware of like how obsessive he was about his training regimen and his diet. You know, he would only eat certain foods and he would sleep a certain way and have to get X amount of hours of sleep and drink, you know, X amount of liters of water. Um, his workouts weren't the traditional types of workouts that, you know, most football players are doing. You know, he wasn't into lifting weights, but he was more into resistant ba resistance bands and lengthening his muscles. And he believed like having long, soft muscles is what allowed him to have this long career that was, you know, he had his injuries here or there, but 
you know, you know, he had a very long career, uh, and he was healthy most of the time. Uh, and you know, it was it's those details, like you know, his incredible attention to detail, and you know, all of the amazing people I mentioned, you know, Serena Williams and her practice regiment, and, and you know, she was the goat of of tennis, and you know, incredibly attentive to detail in her practice regimen. Um, and the execution of whatever her goals were, which was basically to be the best tennis player to ever live. Uh, Tiger Woods, the same sort of thing, you know, just, you know, this, the way he practiced and how much he practiced and the attention to detail that went into his game um, is legendary. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James, you know, all of these folks, they're amazing. They were amazing, and LeBron James continues to be amazing at, at what he's doing, but... It's what happens in the offseason, right? That makes him so great. LeBron James is always conditioning. You'll see on his Instagram that he's like, you know, what he's doing in the offseason. Uh, he's always working on his and his getting his body into better shape to allow him at his age to still dominate and, you know, just dunk on guys for like 20 years younger than, than him. And, you know, it's that attention to detail and then that accountability, you know. The narrative that, say, a guy like LeBron James has for himself is, you know, he wants to dominate basketball and he wants to play he still wants to be in the game when his son plays his rookie season in the NBA. And, you know, in order for him to do that, you know, he's got to hold himself accountable to that goal, right? He's got to keep his body in shape, got to continue to work out, has to eat right. Um, you know, and all of all of that attention to detail and being accountable to what your goals are, what enables him to perform at such a high level. And I think he's like 37 now, which is incredible. Um, you know, Tom Brady held himself to that standard as well you know to play to be a quarterback in the nfl for 23 years up until the age of 45 which was his goal by the way he said i think in some interview many years ago that he wanted to continue to play the game until 45 and you know still be relevant at that age and, and that's exactly what he did so not only did he have this narrative in his mind that he was going to be the best to ever do it he executed that narrative by being incredibly attentive to detail um, and holding himself accountable now the reason why i'm talking about all of this stuff is that greatness is within all of us you know we're all so capable of doing amazing things but a lot of times we're held by by the narrative that's created for us by other people you know our parents may not think that we have you know great potential or you know we our friends might say ah you know you're never gonna be able to do that um and what's important is that, you know, we all create our own narrative. You know, what is it that you want to do? What do I want to do? And then, you know, executing that narrative is obviously where all the hard work happens, right? And you have to put in that relentless hard work. You have to be attentive to every detail that's going to get you closer to your goal. And then you have to hold yourself accountable. And I say this all the time, you know, the focus of every day and should be, and it doesn't matter what your goals are, you can have multiple goals, you know, and... The goal of every day is to focus on getting that one daily win that's going to get you one step closer to your goal every day, no matter what. And no matter what is the accountability part of it, right? And that's what, you know, Tom Brady did. That's what Michael Jordan did. Serena Williams did. LeBron James did. Tiger Woods did. Um, these folks have a lofty narrative for themselves. They're attentive to detail, and they hold themselves accountable to make sure they achieve their goals. So... Those are my long thoughts of this week. And, uh, you know, just always remember that there's greatness within each of us, but we have to work hard to unharness that greatness. And we do that 
by holding ourselves accountable, being attentive to detail, etc. So with that, I will see you all next week. Let's get it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The full video for this podcast can be found on either YouTube or Facebook. Let's get it.